Bobby, 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 Portis. episode of New Sport, New Talk. And has Sam got the five for five for you? <laughs> that is right. We've got five top fives coming at you live from Colchester. Yeah, that's live from Colu. <laughs> Before we get stuck into that though, guys, keep hitting us up on the socials, newsportnewtalk at gmail.com. Mailbag next week, isn't it? Yeah, mailbag episode, so get those sent in. Really important now. Um, DMs are open. New Sport, New Talk on Instagram. Twitter. Twitter. Snapchat. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. At Paul George. George. Uh, Paul George George. We're there. Please just get in touch, guys. Really important. Um, we'd love to interact with you. And, I mean, that's why we do, do it again. We always reiterate that. Mm. It's just a huge part. So true, though. Part of it. And tips are now... How do we do? How do we go about tips, Sam? Uh, it's on the website. It's on the website on the Pinecast. There's a there's a donation link, and if you do choose to make a recurring donation, you get access to exclusive content. Yeah, we can't tell you how content. often it will be or what will be on there, but it is exclusive. Recurring in some sense of the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple. The payments recurring for yeah. sure. <laughs> the content. The content. The content. As all episodes isn't to be announced. All right. Decided. Anyway, so what what we got going on then, Sam? The following advert is intended exclusively for professional athletes. We at the lab have combined the latest knot tying technology with our patented spring zones for a secure and unpredictable performance. Every sneaker is created different, but every national basketball player wants to win the championship. Spring zone S P R-I-N-G-Z-O-N-E Converts your downforce potential into upforce reality. By utilizing 3,200 springs suspended in the sole, Dunk Sneaks will propel your jersey up into the rafters. Dunk Sneaks. Designed by China, made by athletes. So we're going to go through uh, some top fives. Uh, again, collaboratively, we're not drafting here, there's no competition. We're just making a top five together, and we're making five of them. Top five, top fives. Top five, top fives. Top five, top fives. Yeah. No stress. We're starting off very topically with the biggest story in the NBA right now. It's, uh, well, I'll, let you, I'll let you announce it. Well, <laughs> I'll let you announce it. <laughs> so what I've got written down is uh, five shit players You'd rather have than Ben Simmons. 
In reality, what that is, is five players you want on your team other than Ben Simmons, who are considered and often talked about as not being great players. Mm. They may have been in the past, but right now their stock's not very high. But we're you... tapping into that sort of divergence between public perception and reality. That's what we're going for here. That's the classic. BP. PP versus R against the state of Georgia. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. I'll kick us off, shall I? Yeah, kick us off. So this might surprise some people. Or tip us off. I'll tip you off with Andrew Wiggins as my better than Ben Simmons in terms of playing on a good team. I'd rather have him. He can shoot. He can defend. He can hit free throws at a decent rate, mid-range shots. Good clip. Ah, a good clip, yeah. And he's not afraid to shoot, which is obviously the biggest issue with Ben Simmons. And yeah, obviously you're giving up some defensive versatility and attention, but you can play him you can play him in the last five minutes of the game, which with Ben Simmons is really not something you can say. Yeah, I think the key thing there is spacing with Wiggins. You do have that option with him. And a, po- a huge part of why he's not considered to be a good player anymore is that contract that he was on at Minnesota. And that's just made him made him seem like a bad player when actually he's a solid NBA player just yeah. not he's not an all-star caliber player he's not a max player yeah. but on your team if you if Philly had him right if Philly had him right now you'd do a lot better than Ben Simmons definitely in the playoffs the fit with Joel would be a lot nicer he'd give you 20 inefficiently but it's better than Simmons giving you two on great efficiency not even great efficiency anymore <laughs> true true <laughs> on, on efficiency yeah yeah, good pick, really good pick. Um, so I'm going to take... I just realised I did it in the wrong order. Was that your number one? That was my number one. Oh, I guess it's my number five now. It's your number five. <laughs> Alright, so number four, I'm going to take... He's uh, just got paid big bucks, Kelly Olynyk. Ooh, great <laughs> pick. Incredible pick. Yeah. That's so nice. Uh, you got it? Any I did not have him. Uh, yeah, obviously... I wish I did. Uh, Boston superstar back in the day, mm. been around the league a bit. Um, he's on the Pistons now. He's on the Pistons. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> it just like he has what what I don't know. Just fit. He's like he like he fit with anyone. He's, other guys want. He has what other guys want. He has what he has what we all need: height and shot. Mm. And yeah, I, mean, Good I think he he again got he got underrated because of his. Because of his because uh, his contract, but it's one of those contracts that's easy to move around, and I think GM sort of get tempted into moving these contracts around for supposedly better players, and they lose out on the glue that was making their team good in the first place, such as Kelly Olynyk. Kenny Olynyk is just going to give you good solid minutes for any team. He scores a lot of points, rebounds a lot of rebounds. He could pass a few assists. Yeah, could do, yeah. could no, do. Not saying he will, but so yeah, yeah. he's my number four. He'll go off when you least expect it as well. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Okay, great pick. I am going to take, in a similar sort of vein to that, uh, slightly smaller, Furkan Korkmaz. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you could be a Shake Middleton there. <laughs> a former teammate of, uh, or is he current teammate? Current teammate. Current teammate of... Um, Ben Simmons is and a pretty decent playoff performer you know I can remember quite a few more playoff games where he's gone off than Ben Simmons has you know and again you are giving up some defence but he's going to shoot he can run run on the fast break he's just a decent player giving you good minutes 
good production on a good efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of a reach. <laughs> um, but, you know, each their own, each their own. Number two would be my number one if I was picking number one, without a doubt. I've got D'Angelo Russell. You may, some people may say he doesn't deserve to be in, in the shit players list, but he's got a lot of hate um, over these last few years. Obviously, Swaggy P-Gate didn't do, him some, didn't do him very good, shipped him off, great comeback tour on the on the Nets, but since then, a lot of injuries kept him out and not even a starter anymore on the Tim, Timberwolves, one of the worst teams in the league. But the form that he had, his floater was just... Unrivaled, really. Not I haven't seen a float like that since Larry Bird, and good shooter behind the arc. I think he's a forty percent a good passer, just all around solid point guard, and the fit would be immaculate with Embiid. Nice, yeah, I agree with all of that. I think it's a good pick. I feel a bit bad about what I've got here because I think that D'Lo could potentially be a better player than who I'm going to take one, but. That's just what happens when you uh, when you make a list in this format, I guess. So we'll just go with it. I am picking Seth Curry, another former teammate. He's won the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> is he a former teammate or is he a current teammate? Current teammate. Yeah, another current teammate. Um, someone that can play a bit of pick and roll, obviously spot-up shooter, start hitting threes off the dribble now as well. Not a great defender by any means, but... Oh, I can do a job without a doubt. But someone that you would pair with Embiid, you know, someone that is really going to be a threat in that pick and roll. That's what it's. That's what it's become. If he fits with Embiid, yeah. This the, this list. Well, who fits with anyone? I think every single player in the league fits with <laughs> Embiid better than Simmons. Who <laughs> <laughs> fits um, with anyone? Embiid. <laughs> so yeah, I've got I've got Seth Curry there, and um, that rounds out the list. I think. So we've got Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Olynyk, Burkan Korkmaz, D'Angelo Russell, and Seth Curry. Yeah, good list, good list. Good I list. think it's definitely question question marks on Korkmaz there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but that would be a good starting point. He's got more big moments. He's got more big offensive moments. Yeah, that's true. Come on. Yeah, that's very true. Just a quick one now. Um, what would you say the top five Ben Simmons destinations are potential trade partners um, where he could go who'd want him yeah, actually, actually didn't, I didn't get anything for this we'll probably just move on to the next thing yeah I guess no one would want him did you get anything I haven't got nothing I have nothing I have nothing we'll do the next thing Join Nicholas Latifi every late night this year for Late Night Latifi with your brand new host, Nicholas Latifi. With cute clips of celebs eating cheese. The latest in Watercraft and Warcraft. Pranks, where everyone's in on it. Plus, classic one-liners from your outrageously likable host. And I said to her, I'm not that tell you right now, that would not taste good in a bun. <laughs> so I was in the paddock and uh, Kimmy came up to me with a smile on his face. 
So I said, Kimmy, you're a fucking slut. <laughs> so on right now, we wish you were dead. Late nights on DRS. This is my personal favourite list, Sam, to be honest with you. And it's, it's something that's really close to my heart. Like a thing that I've been very passionate about for a long time, ever since I was a kid. Um, and it's the top five things to wear on your torso. Mm. You know, this could be anything. This, be, this is this is quite specific, not brand specific or anything like that, but, you know, long sleeve, short sleeve, materials, styles. Just get yeah, it on record, we're, this, we're this anti-brand here. Yeah, we're, anti-brand. we don't believe in brands, but this is this is a serious list, okay? Um, and I'll start you off with my number five, something that I love to wear in all seasons, really, and in a lot of combinations, that's a sweatshirt. A sweatshirt. I love a sweatshirt, a long sleeve sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously a short sleeve sweatshirt would be interesting um, but you know just keeps you warm kind of a bit of style could could be a little bit classy could be on a night out could be on a chill day mm. you know it just could be with shorts could be with shorts yeah wear it with shorts often wear it with trousers often mm. wear, it, wear it naked <laughs> if you if it's long enough you know <laughs> yeah so for me sweatshirts I've even seen five. people wearing them at the gym sometimes yeah can, can be done yeah can be done yeah, no, it's good. Nice, versatile piece of torso wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number four, I am picking a rain jacket. And my main reason for this is that the premise on which we've, we've set out to achieve yeah. this goal today was five things that we can have for the rest of our lives. Yeah. I need a rain jacket. You know, I don't particularly enjoy wearing a rain jacket. You know, if it's a nice rain jacket, maybe I think, ah, cool rain jacket. But fundamentally, don't enjoy it. But you need it. You just need it. Especially in England. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely true. I mean, we're talking about things. these five things that are the only things you have for your torso for the rest of your life. So mm. I actually did have... I had a pu- puffy-ish waterproof jacket <laughs> for mine. So there's a little bit of style in there yeah. thrown in. It's yeah. so sort of a, com- a combo guard, really. Um, but I think that's a great choice. Number three for me, um, something I don't wear that often, but is essential in a lot of things, including funerals... Mm. Um, sometimes date nights, maybe even a wedding. That would be a shirt. Be a nice crisp shirt. Um, you know, you could pair a tie with that. You could pair some hot pants with it. Just, it's just needed for a lot of situations. So I have to take a shirt. Really, it's very important. Yeah, it's kind of boring, but it's, it's boring. But it's just it's yeah, you just need I mean, it. I had shirt jacket, which I think falls into this as well. Um, I had sort of a like a warm shirt. That you can wear over a t-shirt, you know. That was low down on my list. Yeah, interesting. Nice versatile piece. Interesting. So, what would you be wearing to your wedding? <laughs> shirt jacket. <laughs> <laughs> with a tie. <laughs> shirt with a shirt jacket over. Yeah, okay. All right. What's your number two? Um, my number two is gonna have to be a vest. There's one thing. <laughs> There's one thing that I just need, whether it's during the summer, you know, a nice hot day at the beach, nice hot day with the girls, uh, a day at the gym with the boys. I need a vest. You know, I need to feel free. I need to feel the air flowing against me. I need to be able to exercise my muscles in whichever way I want. And a vest lets me do that. You know, you can add some style in there. I maybe want some sports brands on there. Maybe a fun quote. Not enough of the brands. <laughs> But yeah, best goes number two for me. Uh, this has made it really difficult for me. Um, 
So you're my one and two. I've obviously got pick, pick between them. Um, Yee, supper's ready. Mother, Samuel and I are recording material for a radio broadcast. Please, no more disturbances. Short sleeve T-shirt. What kind of size are we talking here? I'm wearing white right now, actually. Um, that's pretty an XL. Yeah. It's an XL. So we're, so we're talking oversized T-shirt here. Are we specifying or are we just going T-shirt? Uh, we'd be going oowersize if if I just pick one size I'd say L yeah L for me large too. me too L for large for sure all men wear large t-shirts yeah yet to meet one that doesn't yet, yet to meet one mm. well, my friend Jamie wears medium haven't met him good guy you should <laughs> set something up <laughs> so yeah that's top five so at five we've got sweatshirt at four we have rain jacket. At three we have a shirt. At two we have the vest. vest. Yeah. And at one we have the golden t-shirt in a size L. So yeah, that's, that's went quite well for me. Um, no, I'm happy with that. I would be uh, very capable of living with that. Uh, yeah, just no trousers now. Pants. Yeah, next week maybe I guess. Yeah, we'll do another week. Alright, what you got up next for me? Uh, which NBA coach would we like best as our stepdad? If we were to have a stepdad. Yeah, which is in theory because both our parents, both our parents, both our sets of parents are happily married. Um, so currently we're not in the market for a stepdad, currently. This is pure hypothetical. Yeah. Um, so is it me going... Yeah, for number five here, is it? Five, five, five. Okay. I've gone for Coach Bud, recent <laughs> recent NBA champion. And the reasoning for that is I love all the corny things he says in the timeouts. And I feel like I would find it really funny if he was to be like mentoring me in that same way and giving yeah. me like loads of like really funny sound bites that I could then like repeat back to him and laugh at him. Yeah. No, I, I did think I I thought of a similar one with Vogel in that sense. Yeah, like, I think yes. they would they would really think they were like giving me advice, but I would just be laughing at what they yeah. said. If I could have two stepdads, so I would pick them. That'd, oh, that'd be be if I could have gay dads, yeah. Oh my god, incredible. <laughs> yeah, I think they would they would just vibe each other so well. Um, yeah, I like that pick a lot. Number four. I think I'm gonna go with Mike Malone of the Denver Nuggets. Mm. Um, he's got Michael he's got a similar type Michael. of Mike, Michael Malone um, he's got a similar type of vibe as those two guys we just mentioned but he's a bit more believable and I wouldn't be able to laugh as much but he's got he's got I think he's giving you good advice I think he's got good morals and he just steered me in the right direction sort of let me let me go let me flourish by myself a bit but also push me in the right way I think Nice. Yeah, I agree with that. I like it. I'm going even more in that direction into someone that I actually think I would listen to. Even though I don't really like it when people give me pep talks, if anyone was to give me a pep talk as my stepdad, I think I'd want Monty Williams doing it. Ah, uh, yes. Tavares Montgomery Williams <laughs> of the Phoenix Suns. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, uh, seeing him in, in, the, in the little huddles during, during the playoffs this season... I think he was just great, you know, great for the young guys, great with his uh, 
veteran. There's a lot Chris of wisdom Paul. in that head. There's a lot of wisdom. And I feel like time. he says similar things to, to Bud, but I just believe him. You know? Yeah, I believe, I just him, believe him I'd just be like, I'd, I'd get out from my little talk and I'd go out and I'd embrace the day. Yeah, he's just got a bit more air, of bit, he's got a bit more class about him, mm. I feel like. I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's a great pick. He was on my list. Number two, I think possibly the funnest stepdad out there. Um, you know, he's been making TikToks with you. He's probably come on the podcast. <laughs> um, he's just, just all out enjoying life. Probably spend quite a lot of money on you as well. Probably yeah. he'll be taking you on holidays and stuff. Um, taking you it, like into the locker room. And that, that is uh, obviously the MVP, Steve Nash. <laughs> Steve Nash. <laughs> it didn't even cross my mind. That's a great pick. I think he's got to be there. Yeah. Um, all right, round it out then. My number one, off in a different direction completely, is Doc Rivers. And the reason for that is I don't think he wants to be my stepdad. So I think I wouldn't have to see him. That's my thinking here. So I, you don't want a stepdad? No, I don't want a stepdad. Uh, so that's why he's my number one pick, because he would be my stepdad, and I would probably just see him at like Christmas and maybe like another day, like during the summer once or twice, but he wouldn't want to talk to me. It'd be very cordial and. Uh, I also he crossed my mind, but I didn't I didn't put him down. But I I also thought that he would, he would almost like pay, like buy you nice presents to not see you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you should get yeah. yeah. <laughs> get you, some nice like things. Buy you a boat or instead something of like, seeing you. It'd like buy you like holiday home like next to his holiday home, so that like you didn't have to stay in their holiday home. Yeah. You know? Yep. That's that's I what know. you want. Damn, run me down that list again then. So we got. Coach Bud, NBA champ, uh, Michael Malone, Monty Williams, Steve Nash, and Dr. Rose. Yeah. It's a good list. Good coaches as well. A lot of good coaches. I think that succumbs with it, I guess. Being a good coach, being a good stepdad. Yeah. taking a short break from uh, regularly scheduled programming for a quick traffic update from DRS. Yeah, Sam, good, good to be on, mate, good to hey. be on. How is the sport going? Great, great. How's the traffic going? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, obviously a really hot day today, really lovely day. Yeah, feels like summer's back. Feels like summer's uh, back. Joe Root scoring runs for England again. Mm. Oh, life's good. Life is good. Yeah, life's good. Uh, just, just a quick one. Not really much going on. There's just uh, been a little pile up on the M25 eastbound uh, after a lorry. Basically, a lorry's just careered into a collection of cars. It's killed upwards of 15 people. Uh, but that should be cleared any, up any time now. So yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, uh, the lorry seems to have been ignited. Uh, and that's. I'm hearing that's, that's incinerated all those in the vicinity. Um, and I know. <laughs> I know I wouldn't like to be out there right now, especially in this <laughs> no, heat. Nor I. Nor especially I. in this heat. Yeah. No, anyway, yeah. Already. Yeah. Catch you guys in half an hour. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The next one, uh, we're moving back to food, um, and we're going to be talking about. The players or groups of players that would be best at running an Italian restaurant, specifically an Italian restaurant. I would assume probably in New York, I'd probably said it. 
It's going to be Florida. A reasonably classy establishment. Um, no, Ethnology is going to be a very classy establishment. Um, suits, wine, and all the rest. Mm. Um, so I'll get you started with JJ Reddick, oh. Josh Hart, and Duncan Robinson. <laughs> as a trio. So, I mean, we've got a lot of wine knowledge there. A lot of talking. They're, they're big talkers. Mm. I can just imagine them all, all zipping about. Nah, yeah. that's, what they, that's what they like there. It's all so zipping about, all in, all in their suits. Duncan's probably... He's, Duncan's a waiter. Duncan Duncan would be an incredible waiter. Imagine how many trays he could get on his arms. Yeah. yeah. So many. JJ sort of like sits on his own table in the back with a cigar. People come and speak to him. Yeah. Josh Hart's a sommelier. Um, and JJ's doing that as well part time. But I just think they run a great, great sort of family unit. Like sort of a, a obviously a young, sort of younger vibe. Like JJ adds a, a bit of um, a bit of age to the wine. Mm. But I think it's uh, I think it will be a very good establishment that I'd like to go to personally. That's a great pick. Um, I've gone for an all-round orchestrator. I've gone for the very much disputed goat, LeBron James. And I'm just imagining him. I'm not sure if he'd be in the kitchen. Maybe he would be in the kitchen. And he's just telling everyone what to do at every single moment. He's just standing there, shouting, barking instructions to everyone. And it just runs seamlessly. No one else, no other staff member is having a single thought of their own. They're literally just following instructions. Yeah. <laughs> They're just drones under LeBron's control. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm imagining it yeah I can't wait for LeBron to pull, do that little step back <laughs> well I, I'm going to sort of steal your Bron a little bit for my number three um, I'm doing the four piece for my number three that's Mellow yes. Wade Bron <laughs> CB3 um, you know they're a unit Orange and Lemons Club yeah, yeah, the oranges and lemons um, coming soon, by the way. Uh, East Burgot, just near Flatford. Um, and, yeah, I mean, so them as a team, you know how they are. And obviously, been very close before on Banana Boat. Um, that's sort of well documented. They know they know their food, they know their wine, they eat a lot of it, they do a lot of it. They're, they're a very experienced group of guys. Mm. And they're just together, I think they've got the styling. I think their class is kind of fake. But like, doesn't matter because they they know it enough. Yeah, they'll pay the right guys. They'll pay the right. Yeah, they've got the big bucks to to really sort it out, and just their names associated with it already bring brings just too much. So they could charge whatever they wanted, and they already they already done. Yeah. So that's my number three. That's great. My nice. number two, I've got a nice little duo. Uh, someone's already come up. I've got JJ Reddick and Joel Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the reason for this is they had great chemistry when they played together. So I'm just imagining that will translate right into a in the same way, fuck, fucking Corkmas, <laughs> exactly. And Joel Embiid, yeah, something about Joel Embiid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think they do a great job. Obviously, JJ's got the the food and wine expertise, or at least he thinks he does. Does a very good job of acting like he does, and I feel like Embiid would be a great kitchen general. You know, um, I don't think he'd take any shit from any staff members. He'd be the one that's like, the, the chef that's like sort of standing in the doorway. Yeah. Like just shouting stuff. Yeah, I'm imagining JJ sort of like standing at the front of the restaurant, like welcoming like people in. And he's, yeah. yeah, and he's the wine guy. You know, he comes over yeah, and he like yeah. tells people what, what wine they're having with yeah. their food. 
Whereas Embiid, yeah, he's like standing at the kitchen door, just like worrying, like making sure is everyone is everyone having a good time? Yeah, is everyone enjoying it? You know, he's he's that guy. I think they do a good job. All right, so for number one in my final establishment, it's going to be this. The lights are going to be dimmed down. It's going to be like ultra class, very exclusive, very few tables, um, probably invite only, um, and running the show in the small enterprise. It's basically him and the and the cooks uh, will be Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have the most immaculate suit on. He's just going to be absolutely dashing. Huge diamonds. <laughs> huge diamonds. Yeah, huge diamonds. Just really dark red everywhere. Crimson colours. Um, and he's just going to... He'll just be... I mean, it's mainly just him talking to you, and then he'll like sort of by talking to you find out when you what you want to eat. Yeah. Bring it out to you, like it's just Ray Allen brings it out. It's just him floating around a few tables, and like really, like obviously we're gonna have amazing chefs there. He he will have amazing chefs there. He's got you know he's got all the contacts. Yeah, I'm thinking there's gonna be so many celebrity guests. Like you're gonna go in to see oh, Kevin based, Garnett. Yeah. But then you're just gonna. Oh, see there's like, gonna be a waiting list for four celebrities. Yeah. Like it's just it's just gonna be, yeah. It, well, it'll be the hottest place in the city. Uh, yeah, that rounds it out. Great, so we've got uh, JJ Reddick, Josh Hart, Duncan Robinson at number five, LeBron, the director, at number four, uh, the Banana Boys, number three, yeah. JJ again, and uh, MB, number two, and then, as we just said, Kevin Garnett rounding out at number one. Yeah, that's a good list, that's a good list. JJ and Bron doubling up as well. Yeah, pure class from those boys. Alright, what have we got to finish? Un, deux, un, deux, trois, quatre. Late Night Laughs on DRS. Late Night Latifi with Saint Nick Latifi and his eclectic friends, including Sir Nicholas Latifi and David Edinburgh. To join us tonight on the Latifi show, it is always a very good time. I am not six. I think I get the, the words from my mother. I mean, she's just, she's a, she's a, an, an English teacher. She taught like kindergarten to grade five and uh, just one of the most intelligent people I've ever met, Scrabble champion. Angelina Jolie. Maybe we don't know what we're capable of or maybe we have things we're ashamed of or sides of ourselves that we don't want people to know about. Coming right after the Dutch Hour. DRS. What it is for you, what it is for them. To finish us off, we've got um, the five biggest indications that someone is a tryhard. Okay. I'm just thinking, what, what am I going to start with? Yeah, it's tough, cool. Am I starting? You're starting. You're starting, Sam. Okay, I will take at number five. Uh, people that post on their Snapchat slash Instagram story every single time that they go out for a drink, that they meet up with a friend for a coffee, for a, for a bite to eat, for a dog walk, for anything, you know? So Those people social need to... Social medias. Yeah. They, they need to relax, you know, when they've got like minute long stories every day and it's just their interactions with other people. Well, if I don't know. 
Whatever you do want to know. Maybe you could ask them. Call them. Send a text. Tell them you love them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that comes in number five for me. That's definitely triad. For me, um, I would have to say something that really gets on my nerves, pisses me off. It's more of a new thing, and guys with a podcast. That's my number three. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, no one wants to no listen, no one cares. No. Leave it to the professionals. And they spend so much time thinking about all of the ideas, writing the adverts, actually recording it, Making producing music, it, editing producing, it. Yeah, it's going for walks. Just so what, like three people can listen to it? Like, it's fuck just, off, yeah, guys. like people don't just get on with your life like it doesn't make you cool doesn't make you different doesn't yeah. make you special or talented it's not a job it's not a job not a job definitely definitely not a job yeah that has really me off that's right pissing me off a bit but you know anyway, let's move on before lose my shit well that's completely throwing me off um okay I will take uh guys and gals that grunt in the gym I hate it you don't need to do that. I can't be convinced that anyone gets any more performance out of doing that, that there's anything to it other than letting everyone else know that you're a fucking hard bastard. That's all you're doing, you know? I have to admit, I have got an extra half rep before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But for sure, it's definitely, definitely a try hard. I was at the gym recently. There was a guy that did it like virtually every rep. I've got my airpods in, I can still hear it. You know? Yeah, you need to get those Air- AirPods uh, trial proof for you, don't you? Yeah. So now we're very lucky and privileged to have a really good friend of mine, a very smart, intelligent guy, um, Charlie Digbert. Thanks for coming on. Ah, thanks, good idea. No. Call me Diggs. Ah. Charlie, good, good to see you. Good to see you. Um, so you've been working on a piece I heard, but tell me a bit about where you studied. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking, Gideon. So uh, I completed my bachelor's in human geography at, at the Queen Mary University in London, and then I completed my master's in sociology at Durham. And I'm just studying right now for my PhD in metahuman meteorology at the University of Oxbridge. And certainly say you've done well for yourself and it's really great to have you on once again and so tell me a bit more about uh, the piece you've been writing about yeah so i'm coming out with this new article in uh, the economist just while i'm studying just sort of like a little side hustle if you will and um, fundamentally it's like a holistic and objective discussion of what i call the hottie drain basically like hotties have been vacating rural areas for years and there is little mention of it within the current discourse that's it's a very serious issue that I've heard a lot of um, a lot of friends have been struggling with, and obviously is is starting. I know since your article has been published, is really starting to rise up. And where can we find your article? So this is uh, going to be the the Economist leader in the upcoming week. Uh, so if you've got a digital subscription to the Economist or a print subscription, you'll find it. Thanks. It's really, yeah, honestly, it's a very, um, very sensitive topic, but something that really needs to be brought up. And we really appreciate appreciate you giving us your time. Um, and yeah, thanks. Pleasure. Pleasure.
Alright, so for number two, it's, it's a really tough Wait, one. Okay. Yeah, number two. It's a really tough one. I've got a lot of options. This is my last one to choose, really. So, I am probably going to have to go for a baby's first sports car, I think. Number two, and that's the Audi A3. <laughs> <laughs> Not much I need to really be said about it. Just grow up, if you are, Like, just yeah. grow up, like... There's so many better cars out there. You don't need to. You don't need to just on finance as well. They're always on finance. On finance. On finance. They're spending like most of the money you're earning because you're living at home. Typically, you're living at home with your parents. You're not paying any rent, and like sixty no percent of your income is going to, to to the lease on this. Yeah. Audi A three. Uh, yeah. What a life. Good life. Good life is what we dream of, but we can't really achieve it. <laughs> I can't believe podcasting went that low. Number one. Number one. Oh, this order is so messed up. I've got two that, that I can half put. Alright, I will go with guys that get their hair cut more than uh, once every, I'll say five weeks. Is the... Ooh, that's... You go, you go, you go, you go. Yeah, yeah. I, four I... weeks. Four weeks, I'll accept. Less than that. You know, people getting their hair cut two, every two weeks. No. You know, stop. I would say, for me personally, I'd say three weeks is the line. Yeah. Lay in yourself a trial, I guess. Fair enough. <laughs> the week, the week cutters, that's, that is a disgrace. Yes. You don't need to. But, yeah, that is, there's definitely a, definitely a serious issue facing the youth, particularly in England right now. I know Americans don't normally get their hair cut. Um, and when they do, they get it done badly. But in yeah, in the UK, it's it is a serious issue that we're facing among the youth of today. Overcutting. Mhm. Yeah. Doesn't grow right. Um, my honourable mention that I would have taken a little bit lower down was people that have subscriptions to monthly uh, fashion boxes, where they're getting their clothes chosen for them and sent to them on a monthly basis. They need to relax. They need to relax. I've got a couple as well. Um, gelled hair. So absolutely. <laughs> so, so yeah, I don't know how gel still exists as an industry. To I be think honest. the only acceptable use for gel is <laughs> is if you're a eleven year old striker playing for yeah. football team. Oh, a bit higher. Then you're allowed to wear I think gel. Past thirteen, gel's got to start. Really. Yeah, maybe fifteen. I've also got vests. Something, something that's uh, close to my heart. Your, yeah. Ouch. Ouch. And uh, people that wear those shorts with little tight shorts underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Double shorts, yeah. you know, or any type of skins on your legs. Just no, just no. Those are my honourable mentions for that one. Yeah, uh, brings another episode to a, a nice end. And boy, did we have a five for five for you. <laughs> Thanks for turning up. Uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Don't feel obliged to. Thanks again. for clocking out. You don't have to. <laughs> Be there, honestly, honestly, guys. Do not listen again. Honestly, guys, you actually don't have to listen. Like seriously, but if you know us, just don't. Yeah. Please stop listening to us. Stop listening to us. Stop listening to us. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, newsportnewtalk at gmail dot com. Boom. <laughs> Sweet mother of teeth, baby.